the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Tuesday. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show, day two of President Trump back at the White House recovering from COVID. And oh my gosh, uh, you would think that would be good news for everybody, right? A success story for our, uh, the President of the United States who's in the high risk group. But no. Oh no, what do the left have to fear more than coronavirus? A successful President Trump recovery of coronavirus and what this might mean for you all out there. We've got a lot to cover on tonight's Andrea K. Show in addition to uh, the latest hot breaking news regarding President Trump. We've also going to be uh, counting down, giving you a preview of tomorrow's vice presidential debate. We've got to talk about that. We've got to talk about the breaking news that is coming out today that Obama knew. Say what? Yep. But, you know, didn't we know that Obama knew? Well, now there's hard proof that Obama knew. So my question for you, Bill Barr, is what you going to do. Okay, we got John Guandolo, who's going to be here who, to uh, talk about that. Our brother, Ed Martin, Eagle Ed from Pro America Report here on The Answer San Diego is going to be here to give us a preview of tomorrow night's vice presidential debate. 888-344-1170. If you would like to be a part of the show, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. We are streaming live right now on Facebook at The Answer san diego good to see you guys there i'm going to be hopefully having a little bit of time throughout the show to read some comments out because i'm already seeing facebook live is blowing up and you know who's blowing up right now he's eating something over there in the studio it's my man it's dj potato skins hey does anyone want carrot sticks get them out of here yeah uh, get the carrot sticks out because I'm eating them right now. Our 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 man, my partner in crime, DJ Carrot Sticks, is out there fighting the good fight on other battlefronts. But I have to tell you, I was reading some disturbing news today, Andrea, and Governor Gavin Newsom now wants to have people chew, and then when they're done chewing, put the mask back on until they're ready to chew again. Masks in between bites. <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> You cannot make this stuff up. <laughs> That's how insane they've gotten. And you know what? They literally insane. I said from the beginning, who was right? Who was right from the beginning about these models and shutdowns? You and were. Shit? Who called these masks mind control devices from the very beginning? That would be you. That would be me. And you know what? They, they, they're having to double down on these masks because they've got to keep you in fear so that they can keep you under control. And you know what is, is absolutely clear? While Gavin Newsom is coming out insane, now doubling down and doubling down, doubling, uh, you, now you gotta wear the mask. You're gonna, next thing he is, is he's gonna in, install shower, uh, uh, 
cameras in everybody's showers and, and to monitor whether or not you're, you're wearing your mask in the shower. This is all about control. And you know what's crazy about this? Uh, even crazier. People are going along with it? Well, uh, yeah, that. But the fact that it's clear that they don't believe in masks. They don't believe in masks. Ask Nancy Pelosi. Well, yeah, because they'd be wearing masks. They don't believe in masks. If they believed in masks and whether or not masks worked, they wouldn't have been hysterical about a Secret Service agent behind a plastic partition with a mask on. Okay, they wouldn't be caring. They 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 would be upset at. uh, They wouldn't have had and supported and promoted. um, What was it like? One hundred and twelve funerals for George Floyd in churches. You weren't allowed to go to church. You weren't allowed to have a funeral for your family. But we had we had a a gold plated casket rolled around. I don't know how many churches and rallies and hundreds of people without masks and without social distancing. I mean, I could go on and on and on. The best part about this is I'm not done. He also warns that while you're supposed to put the mask back on in between bites, he warns you should minimize the number of times you take your mask off. So is he going to is he going to you minimize how many times you're so, you know, you know, the choking hazard that you're promoting there, Gavin Newsom. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. So now we're going to have who was it? The singer who died choking on a was it a peanut butter sandwich or a chicken wing? Mama Cass. This is what we're going to have, Gavin Newsom. It's you know, we're going to have it. So now not only are you supposed to uh, keep your mask on while you're in the middle of consuming a meal, you're supposed to take fewer bites. okay? and we've got kids having to wear masks. So now you're going to have a two and a half year old with a mask on who's supposed to keep putting it back on and off in the middle of a meal. America. If you're still buying into this mask hysteria, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, because you know the the reality is, do do, and I'm not even sitting here telling you it's you know we I talk about the flu season every year. I'm not sitting here telling you that a mask couldn't keep. If it, you know, in some ways, you could say that a mask keeps people from spitting on you just in uncomfortable conversations. I've you know we've all had that happen sure. before. You know I've had, we've all had people cough in your direction with bad breath or whatever. I mean I'm not sitting here saying that there's not some positives in this world to having a well placed mask. Okay. In- um, individual choice it should be an individual choice it absolutely should but most importantly we know that the whole game plan here with these masks was is and always will be about control because and and it it, and, and about control and also it's not even just about the government having control over you and control over business because if they can if they can have you convinced about uh to accept these mass regulations they can have you accept the um Six foot distancing, and then they've got control over businesses, but it's also a way to pit one American against the next. The hate that you get from people, uh, and that I get from people about the masks when I'm like 20 feet away. I've, I've told you guys this. I've been screamed at when I've got nobody around me from somebody yelling at me from 20 feet away. It's insane. So this is also a way to divide us. It's a way for people to know. Who's who's conservative and who's not? Because it's typically your conservatives that we value freedom. It's the conservatives that have been following the science on this. And you and, and let me tell you, you know, they don't believe in masks when the National Institutes of Health put out a study in 2005 saying masks don't work. When the CDC has been tweeting out like during wildfires uh, uh, that it, it's not going to protect you from small particles. Or how about telling you they know that it's causing oxygenation problems when they tell people if you're having trouble breathing, take off I've heard a mask. lot about that, Andrea, a lot about the oxygenation. Yes. When you had Fauci in March telling people not to wear 
wear masks. And then he's yesterday telling people, boy, if we had been, everybody been forced to wear a mask from the beginning, we'd be so much better off. This is, was, and always will be a real virus. This is and always will be a response that was completely overblown for the strict purposes of destroying the economy, creating a dependency class of people born out of fear. And when Trump dared to tell the American people last night to live your life, do not live in fear. That made people really angry because they want coronavirus and the fear that was planted in the minds of the American people to have us all spending all day, every aspect of our life now and forever to be about the avoidance of catching not just this virus, but whatever other iteration is going to come about down the road. This is how they think. And President Reagan said back in 1964, he said, The inroads, the way that the left will get socialism, communism, whatever ism you want over on us will be through health care. And he was absolutely right. Donald Trump rightfully pulled the plug today on Nancy Pelosi and the negotiations because they are using this while they're continuing to try to fear monger, telling us that Donald Trump, his him on the him outside the White House last night, taking his mask off was his Mussolini moment. And the the how dare he be optimistic? You know, how dare he tell people not to fear this? Uh, they're you know, they're they're you know, it's all about manufacturing uh, using the crisis to expand the dependency class and so they want us to continue to be under the thumb and be willing to so nancy pelosi they 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 had she had two goals one was to either get three trillion dollars to bail out uh, cities and bail out states like we've got here in california that had nothing at all to do with coronavirus or she gets donald trump to pull the plug on and say that's enough And now and now he's got the left telling him he looks like a bad guy. Well, I don't think it's going to I don't think that this is going to be backlash against President Trump that he pulled the plug on Nancy Pelosi. The American people, what Trump is signaling, and I think we're going to hear from Vice President Pence tomorrow night and more from from Donald Trump is the solution for us is to be reopening America Using common sense solutions, wash your hands, stay, if, if you're sick, stay at home. We need to be protecting the elderly and the people at highest risk, and we must reopen America. The solution is not to continue to break the backs of us forever permanently economically so that we can pe- keep people hiding out at home in their masks. Like Trump said, you have to live your life. We have to live our life. And the American life is not one in which we replace God with state, in which we put our life in the hands of the government, and we expect them to keep us safe from whatever virus, and we allow them to keep keep controls over our business and over our economy. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring Ed Martin in on this. We're going to talk about tomorrow night's debate. Um, I think that this is a vice president debate that everybody needs to watch. And I will tell you, uh, unlike other ones in the past that really didn't really matter that much, this one really matters. We're going to talk about that and also some breaking news. That couple out of St. Louis actually who protected their homes from the rioters who were threatening to kill them and burn down their home actually did get indicted today. And we're going to talk about that with Ed Martin when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 
Um, before I bring in my buddy Ed Martin here, I'm going to look at uh, a couple comments here on Facebook and read out. Uh, my buddy Eric Gee says, both Biden and Harris have too much dirty laundry out there. Corruption running rampant. Media will not be moderating. They will be swaying the voters' opinion. Beware. Oh, absolutely. Same. We're, we're going to see the same tactics tomorrow night uh, about this uh, in the vice president debate, debate. Tomorrow night is the debate between the VP and the wannabe. And here to talk about that and more is my buddy, the aforementioned Eagle Ed Martin, host of the Pro-America Report here on The Answer San Diego. And you can follow him on Twitter at Eagle Ed Martin. Andrea, and- let's make sure, though, that uh, on the times where he's listening, he's, he's wearing his mask. Because, so everybody's got to be safe during this interview. That's right. Because, yeah, because I don't know if you're aware of this, Eagle Ed, but now, Ed Martin, because now uh, our fearless leader in California has said that even while you're eating a meal, between bites, you need to put your mask back on. So we, we want well, you... I, <laughs> we want you safe, Ed. I want Ed. you guys to know, I really do, I want you to have this image. I, I stepped out of my home because the... The kids are doing homework and showers, and my wife is managing that. So I'm in my what I call my automobile studio, and but I'm only wearing just a mask, nothing else. So if, I just want you to picture that in the. Uh, it is the leather leather seat, so it's fairly comfortable. But and the temperature here in Virginia is fine, but just a mask, nothing else. And uh, there you have it. I think I've got everybody's attention. So I'm, 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 Gavin Newsom probably needs to wear just a mask. Help him. All right, so let's move on. Let's move on from that. Okay. Um, all right. So tomorrow night, Ed Martin. Uh, tomorrow night is yes. the vice presidential debate. There's only one uh, f- yep. f- for the VP. Uh, and Ed and I, by the way, you're going to want to tune in. We're going to be playing the the debate in its entirety here tomorrow night on the Answer, beginning at 6 p.m. And then Ed and I will be doing like we did uh, after the last presidential debate. Yep. We're going to be providing our analysis. So Ed Martin, we've got what yep. many people are billing. It's already falsely billed. They're saying it's a white man going up against an African-American woman, and she's not African-American. She's part Jamaican and part something else. Um, so, you know, they're already setting the stage to protect her against this evil white white dude. How do you see tomorrow playing yeah. out? Well, I mean, remember, a couple of historical things, Andrew, which I was reading and thinking about. Number one is, um, you know, the last sort of most famous uh, Biden-Harris uh, or, you know, Biden campaign VP debate was when he when Biden uh, debated Paul Ryan. Yeah. And, you know, the Trump the Trump campaign has t- said publicly they looked at that and they saw no kidding that Joe Biden interrupted and, and, and talked over Paul Ryan like 85 times. And in fact, that was one of the reasons why uh, why the president's approach was to mix it up so much. Here's what I think you have in this dynamic, though. You know, uh, uh, Mike Pence now is sort of the well-known sort of nice guy. Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks of him as the president. They know he's the sidekick. You know, they know he's a calm guy. He's kind of a straight-laced dude. So he's just going to be there in persona Pence. Kamala Harris now is really the top of the ticket. She's, she's, she's really the one running for president. And so she's going to have to, I think, be the one that's trying to assert something, trying to make something, uh, you know, kind of uh, out of it. Now, really, I, and I'm, we're joking about the masks in between bites of food that Gavin Newsom is doing. The, 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 uh, the Biden campaign is making a huge deal. They're, they're, they're going to have them. 12 feet apart, not six feet. They're going to have, they're going to try to, they're fighting over a plexiglass 
screen. I mean, you know, we really they're they're they've gone sort of full sort of lockdown mentality. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why they think this is good for them. But so the, the last thing I would say about watching this is I think if Pence does what I expect, and I have heard from people that he's worked hard in preparing, I think he's going to try to put out some of these positions a little bit more than Trump did. He's yeah. going to try to say, you're for this, you're for this, you're for this. How can that be? And I think, you know, he's hoping that 20 or 30 million people are watching and see that. Uh, but again, like we talked about last time, Andrew, with the presidential, I'm not sure how many people that are t- tuning in are changing their minds. I don't I, I, I don't know either. Um, one of the things that was revealed, what I said last week, I, I w- revealed today was that many of these supposed independent voters that MSNBC trotted out for Joe Biden's town hall were really Biden, uh, you know, supporters and yeah. people. And, and yeah. I said last week for Martha McCann, Callum show I, I put it on Facebook I said you know she the, these networks are pretending that they're trotting out these independent voters when what they're bringing I mean she literally brought out Martha McCallum did these supposed independent voters and not one of them voted for Trump in 2016 so um, however I do think that there are some undecideds out there not as many and I think that what's different about this vi- vice presidential debate and where it might sway people is two areas one you so correctly put I predict that Pence he is a master at at promoting and clearly, concisely staying, particularly when it comes to coronavirus. He is the head of the coronavirus task force. He will beautifully, unless I'm completely wrong, because, uh, you know, unless my crystal, my crystal ball is cloudy, I think he will brilliantly lay out the extent of what the Trump administration has done on this coronavirus and, and blow out any of the criticisms on that. On top of it, I think that he has his debate partner has been Pamela Bondi. I think he will go after Kamala Harris on her record as um, the California state AG. Another reason why, and I think that could sway some votes. Uh, I also think there's going to be more eyeballs on this because I think you're right. I don't think there's anybody that believes that Joe Biden, if they were to win, is going to even stay president for a year. So with that in mind, I think more people are going to watch and I think that it could 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 sway some minds. Um, so I, I'm actually this is actually the first vice presidential debate. I'm actually looking forward to watching. Yeah, and I think, um, look, it's it's one of these things where as much as everybody thinks they know these names and profiles, seeing them side by side, seeing the questions, it will be interesting. And again, um, the the expectation game, you know, I was telling somebody, Donald Trump is now blessed with uh, two running mates for the next four weeks. One is, you know, old, reliable, kind of like a, uh, you know, a a golden, uh, you know, yellow lab, Mike Pence, you Mm -hmm. know, sort of likable, reliable. And then, of course, in the wings is Amy Coney Barrett, who next Monday starts in. And, you know, here's this dynamic young woman, brilliant, all these kinds of things. And so, you know, I think he's benefiting from these good people around him. And again, I look, Kamala, Kamala Harris, she didn't do that well in her debates in the in the uh, Democrat primary. She wasn't particularly likable. You know, she has a criticized for that cackling laugh. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting to see if she's able to kind of find a, a different rhythm that may and maybe, by the way, to give them credit. I mean, she's not a small time. She's a senator. She's been in through a lot of, of kinds of challenges. She she may uh, be, you know, positioning herself and, and pull it off to be kind of looking serious and sound serious and, and sound somewhat reassuring. If people think Joe Biden is going to fade away, which a lot of people do, she's going to want to say, yeah, but here I am. And I'm, I'm not a lunatic lefty. I'm not a crazy woman. And I, I don't know if she can pull that off, but that may be what she tries to do. And, and uh, if she can pull it off, it could have a helpful sort of stabilizing effect on that campaign.
Well, we'll see because uh, she crumbled under Tulsi Gabbard's. I mean, the slight she she what she has yeah, is similar right. to Joe Biden is that she crumbles uh, under the weight of criticism and any kind of attack. She crumbled under Tulsi Gabbard when she ran for Senate here. Our friend Tom DeBacaro was running uh, on the Republican side when they were both running to replace Barbara Boxer and he killed Kamala Harris in the debates. Absolutely killed her. So um, I think, uh, you know, my money's on Pence, but we'll also have to see that uh, the the um, the the uh, I can't think of the word I'm trying to use. The unknown the unknown factor right now is is how the moderator tries to whether or not they try. Yeah, the moderator right, tries to Chris Wallace, the situation or Candy yep, Crowley. Yep. Got a couple minutes left. I want to shift gears. We're talking to Ed Martin of Pro yep. America Report. It's also uh, in addition of being a great political pundit, commentator. Um, head of Phyllis Schlafly's Eagles. He also is an attorney and from uh-huh. St. Louis. So I've got to get there you, you go. to weigh so in. It's all coming together. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, 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 I thought, I thought the, the McCloskeys, the couple that had a right, not just under the U.S. Constitution, Ed Martin and the Second Amendment, but in the state of Missouri under the Castle Doctrine, that they had a right to protect their home against rioters who broke down private property to get in their th- yeah. to get into their neighborhood on a private street, and they were indicted today. Tell yeah. everybody what's that, yeah, what know, that's yeah, about. Well, it, it, yeah, yeah, interesting, by the way. I, for some reason, I went into stltoday.com, is the St. Louis Post-Dispatch website, and I went today earlier in the day, and I, I hadn't seen the indictments. They were coming out of the grand jury, uh, and they had they had um, uh, kind of recessed, and so they had McCloskey interviewed. He, he and his wife are both lawyers, and very, very successful lawyers, and he was very good, and of course, he has his, he really has his defense down just as a, as a defendant, and he said, look, my wife and I, they broke into our private property area. Every single one of them was a trespasser. You see, because the, the neighborhood they lived in long ago, 100 years ago, had become a private association. So it really was when they pushed through the gate and knocked it over and tore it down, they were all trespassers. So now they're all violating the law. But it didn't matter. An hour later, after I saw this interview on stltoday.com, there was an indictment. Now, here's the interesting thing. They indicted them for brandishing the weapons, which was what people expected. They had been charged with something like that. But the grand jury also returned a, 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 a charge on tampering with evidence. And nobody really knows what that is. But this, is, to me, is this classic example. I had a conversation. You know, we had Dinesh D'Souza on our uh, debate, uh, debate, post-debate uh, conversation mm-hmm. last uh, two weeks ago. And I had him on my show the the other night, uh, actually um, uh, yesterday, and he said something like when they prosecuted him in his uh, campaign finance, they started with a violation, campaign finance, he, paid, he gave too much money, and then they went back and said, oh yeah, but you put it in the mail, so we're going to charge uh, you with mail fraud, and then you use a phone line, we're going to charge mm-hmm. you with phone fraud, and here's what's McClotsky's, you have to wonder if they're charging him with other stuff to try to get some kind of plea, but look, I, I, the, the governor of Missouri has said what you just said, the Castle Doctrine covers it, the Attorney General of Missouri has said that so but here's the detail this is very important for people to hear because it's going to have a reflection on it's going to impact november 3rd 12 years ago george soros funded something called the secretary of state project and more democrat secretaries of state that have control of our elections were supported by soros than ever today and about five years ago soros funded a prosecutor's program to put in left-wing prosecutors one of them is in st louis she's an absolute soros-backed leftist and she's just going to persecute and prosecute these people so i think that they'll get through it but it's a little bit like flynn the 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 uh, mm-hmm. the uh, penalty the, the process is the punishment is what they're doing to people yeah. 
and you know that's that's what they're that's what they're trying to do. And you know, and this is, this is been the playbook for the for the Democrats for a long time that we're just seeing play out. How they can use the courts, how they can use a district attorney's offices, how they can use the U.S. attorney's offices, the FBI and the DOJ. Uh, the, these these local DAs and these local U.S. attorneys are just as much the deep state as Jim Comey and Brennan and all and Peter Strzok and all the rest of them and the and the Eric Holders of the world. It's all part of the same strategy, and we're, Americans in, are just now waking up to it. And you're right; this is something everybody needs to remember in February, uh, you know, on November third. Because let me tell you, if it can happen to the McCluskeys, it can happen to you. If it can happen to General That's Flynn, right. it can happen to you. Yep. And we all need to remember yep. it. So, Ed, you're going to join me tomorrow night for the vice presidential debate. We're going to play the debate in its entirety. Then Ed and I are going to be here till nine o'clock. Follow Ed at Eagle Ed Martin on Twitter. Sign up for his wink. Go to Pro America Report and get his What You Need to Know daily. And Ed, we look forward to hanging with you tomorrow night. Yeah, it'll be great. Looking forward to it too, Andrea. Thanks for everything. I love your fans. Talk All to right. You soon. Wrap yourself up with something and get back in the house. Okay, now we're going we're gonna to take a skinny, tiny little break. Breaking news today from uh, Director of National Intelligence, Ratcliffe. And we've got John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat, who will be here with us next to discuss. Andrea K. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Does that take balance in nature? Because I don't want to see anybody sitting in their car naked wearing nothing but a mask unless I know that they work out. They take their their balance in nature, and they're doing what they need to do to stay in shape and keep things healthy, okay? Uh, Say what? Yeah. Um, Seriously, though, I was sitting here thinking how hungry I am and starting to feel a little bit guilty that I ate the donut that I did before the show. I brought in a dozen beauties for everybody here at this station, but I I work out. I take my balance in nature every day. I took balance of pumpkin spice. (laughs) Yeah, you did. It was good. <laughs> I take um, real deal though. People ask me, "Do you really take balance in nature?" I do. I take. I get. Um, I take three fruit capsules a day, three veggies. I get ten servings of thirty-one fruits and vegetables a day. There ain't no way I could eat that much, even if I didn't eat a donut throughout the day. I feel better than I ever have. Nobody is talking to us. No, now Newsom's yammering at us. We need to wear masks and put a mask off and on, but in in meals, they say nothing to you about what you need to do about your immune system. So uh, it, do what I do. To go to balanceinnature.com. Order yourself. It's free shipping right now, 35% off. They actually have coaches that will help you get the right. I do the three fruit and the three veggie, but they actually have free coaches that will help you get the right package for you. So go to balanceinnature.com, free shipping, 35% off right now on a preferred order. And um, But anyway, um, that's how you can take care of and, and secure your body. Here to talk about, how's that for a segue? Uh, national security is my buddy John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat. Um, he is the only organization in America that provides tools to leaders, police, and citizens to identify and dismantle jihadi terrorist networks in their local communities. And uh, we're going to talk about um, uh, 
uh, the breaking news from Ratcliffe in a moment, Director of National Intelligence, and what he has revealed that was going on, as well as Jim Comey's testimony. Um, but um, f- I want to talk about this Michelle Obama video that she put out today, um, which uh, I thought was absolutely uh, uh, shocking and astounding. Uh, but uh, welcome back to the show, John Guandolo. <laughs> Andrea, it's great to be back, and only you could pull off a segue like that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, and I apologize for putting you on the spot, because um, and we are going to talk about Jim Comey. We're going to talk about this director, director of national intelligence, breathtaking uh, reveal today. But I was, I, I, it just flashed into my mind that that, and everybody's talking about it. And I don't even know if you've seen it. But Michelle Obama, the former vice, a former first lady of the United States, is does a video today where she calls the president of the United States racist because he because he has said that the protest in Portland and Seattle and all these places that he has said that they're violent and they're riots when, as she put it today, that they are overwhelmingly peaceful. These were oh, these are these and you, you and I have talked about it. Black Lives Matter, these Antifa, they are terrorist organizations. And but if you according to her, if you call it that, you're a racist. Well, of course, I have seen this. I have seen the stories and uh, the video. And um, I will just say this. It's not shouldn't be surprising because she is part of this cabal and she's married to. Barack Obama, who's at the center of everything that we're uh, experiencing right now. And remember, it's a war of narratives and they have to stay on the narrative. They can't get off it, even though it's imploding on them as America comes to realize that Antifa is a communist organization. Black Lives Matter is a communist organization. Americans know it. And Americans have eyes and brains and they see that when someone says these are nonviolent demonstrations instead of these are riots uh, by violent communists. People just know it's true by opening their eyes and watching video of it. So uh, she's sticking to the narrative, but uh, Americans know better. Well, they do. Well, they do. Uh, I I think that uh, Michelle Obama, Barack, you know, and that just like as in this story uh, with Black Lives Matter and Antifa, it's the same with the with the Russian collusion nonsense and lie. They had media providing cover for them, uh, and and it went a long way for the for the Russian collusion story because there wasn't video to show what a lie it was from the beginning, what a hoax it was from the beginning. At least when it comes to the Black Lives Matter Antifa and the burning down of cities, the assault on cops, we see them going up to senior citizens and and uh, verbally assaulting them and threatening them in restaurants on the street in New York City. We can see video of that. I mean, there was even, right. you know, there was even a CNN, I think, reporter sta- behind him was literally a building burning as and the Chiron beneath him said, you know, mostly peaceful protest. I mean, it's a joke. We can see the videos, at, 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 fortunately, to, to prove that our and see it with our own eyes. But this Russian collusion story. For three years, they beat the drum and they lied. We had Adam Schiff lying to the American people all day, every day. Brennan, all the rest of them, even after they were fired or let go from the FBI, they're going on CNN, they're going on MSNBC. We've seen the evidence. We've seen the evidence. President Trump, the Trump campaign, they all colluded and, you know, worked with the Russians. And, you know, um, thanks to Christopher Ray, uh, you know, we, it took, it took a long time, but now, 
it's it's plain and clear. Uh, it, for those who missed it today, uh, Ratcliffe uh, declassified. Uh, Brennan's notes. Now, Brennan it was the head, in case you guys don't remember, John Brennan was the head of the CIA, and his handwritten notes were released today, declassified, that reference his conversation with POTUS, in which, and, he, and I'm reading and I'm quoting here. We're getting additional insight into Russian activities from redacted, Brennan's notes reads, CITE alleged approved by Hillary Clinton a proposal from one of her foreign policy advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by the Russian Security Service. And this was in July of 2016. Right. So here's the if there's one gigantic nugget that uh, I would help everybody to see out of all of this is this is a war that is primarily being fought in the information battle space, as we would say in the military. And in that information battle space, this, our opponents, the communist movement led by the Democrat national leadership uh, has the high ground. They have dominance because they have a media, a traditional media where all the key players are running as Several people said, including Devin Nunes on the, on the media, has said these are these are communists, and that the media in America are propaganda is the propaganda arm for the this movement, and uh, it's beautiful to start hearing and seeing, even though it's only a few of them getting it, and clearly uh, the president has now been getting it because he's been saying it and putting it out. But just backtrack. The the deception operation is incredible if you think about it. Hands up, don't shoot was a lie. Mm-hmm. Brett Kavanaugh raped me was a lie. Joe Biden saying I graduated with three degrees, by the way, was a lie. George Floyd being murdered by police was a lie. Breonna Taylor, who we now know with the release of the uh, uh, grand jury testimony, Actually, according to testimony in the grand jury, was shooting at the police herself. So the whole story is a lie because this is not about the truth. This is about a narrative. It's not about coronavirus. It's not about racism. It's not about police brutality. It's not about climate change. It is about advancing a totalitarian ideology, communism, Islam, in order to overthrow the republic. And as you and I have talked about several times on this show, you've got a distinct communist movement, a distinct Islamic movement. Either one is dangerous to the stability of the republic today, yet they're working together even now, even the Biden camp, working with Hamas, working with other elements of the communist movement together to bring down this president and inevitably the republic. And the fact that Americans, they, what they didn't count on was this guy, Mr. Trump, was going to come in and rip the whole cover off of all of this. And as I shared, the analogy I use is, you know, we used to have these big plastic covers in the back of the yard covering like, uh, you know, piles of, you know, yard waste and stuff like that. And when you pull those plastic covers off, all kinds of critters and mm. junk was under there. And that's what Mr. Trump did. He just pulled it back. He didn't create it. 
we're just freaking out because we're like, what in the world's going on? He didn't create it. He just pulled it all back. And now we're watching the, uh, the result of that. But this stuff has been stuff we, myself and a few of my colleagues, we've been talking about since 2004 and briefing on the Hill since 2005 and six. This stuff, this is, and the one thing I really want to encourage your audience to, to try to grasp is it's worse than you see right now. It is worse. And and what we're seeing right now is devastating. And people are like, this can't be real. It's not only real, it's worse. And it's coming out. You have the former president of the United States, the former CIA director, the former FBI director, the former director of national intelligence, members of Congress, foreign agents, military generals and admirals involved in a coup against the president of the United States. And I would add in there, I would add in there the... Um uh, State Department as well. What we saw with that phony whistleblower complaint, spies were planted in the White House. Uh, so we had um, I, I, Vinman. We had Vinman. We had Eric Chimarella, and we in in, in uh, working in concert with people from the State Department over in Ukraine, right. uh, and that was all meant to cover up the crimes and the corruption of Joe Biden. I, but it's absolutely one of the things that makes me crazy is when I hear some of these conservative hosts saying, "Oh, it's just a few at the top." If I hear this one particular national conservative conservative host say that one more time i'm going to hunt him down and you know force a mask into his mouth because this is this deep state it could not have been just a few people to pull all this off and you look at how it has taken so long for the truth to come out and we still don't have anybody being held accountable for it andrew mccabe charges were recommended against him what a year and a half ago i mean start to finish they had general flynn railroaded they had cohen start to finish they had him in prison in a year and a half they had look at what they did to man Fort, Roger Stone and all that. There's no will on the part. I, I, I don't I don't expect and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I do not expect that. Um, I, I, I think that Ratcliffe, the reason why he dis, dis, declassified this with President Trump's approval is because I don't think that they have any faith that Bill Barr and Durham are going to actually indict anybody for it. There, there is no excuse for why they haven't they haven't come out with their report as well as indictments The the idea that they're not going to do it before an election because they don't want to interfere in an election is election interference. And this is coming out now to tell the American people the truth about what went on. We have Joe Biden running for president of the united states when he and his past boss ran a coup operation it's insane john guandola wrap us up well that you just nailed it it is insane i don't know if there will be indictments coming i believe there will be but it is very disheartening that we don't have key players like mr comey I would say there are many others. Uh, Certainly Andrew McCabe would be one, John Brennan. These people should be charged with treason Mm -hmm. and punished to the full extent of the law. And that needs to happen. And I think that goes to Mr. Obama, goes to the DNI, James Clapper, goes to many people. Certainly Vindman, I would agree with you there, and many others. And the fact that this hasn't happened yet. But I would say... um, Just like Mr. Trump can't do it all himself, he's surrounded by people, even Republicans, who don't seem to have the stomach or understanding, and I believe it's a a mixture of both, of what's going on and how to deal with it. At the DOJ, the DOJ is as polluted as the CIA and the State Department. So you've got got good prosecutors, a, a, a good attorney general, trying to get things done, trying to use an organization that's 
been significantly undermined by years of not only it's not only the Obama administration, other administrations that have undermined the DOJ. So that's what we're fighting. That's why, by the way, as a closing punctuation mark, we at Understand the Threat say you've got to do this. You've got to focus your efforts as a citizen at the local level. I know it's frustrating as we talk about this stuff, but we, you know, if you live in whatever county you live in, you need to focus on getting your local officials to either understand what's going on and deal with it or remove them from office and get people in there that will do it. That's your duty as a citizen. And that's why understanding the threat exists is to come in there and help you do that at the local level. And we're having great success, but uh, it begins with recognizing mm-hmm. the problem and addressing it. And, and being courageous enough to call it out after you've recognized it, which we don't have enough. We right. don't have enough courage on that. John Guandolo, thank you for being here as always. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a great night. All right. Now, stay tuned. We've got a little story I hadn't even told my friend DJ Potato Skins about that we're going to talk about when we come back. Some breaking news out of Texas. Y'all going to like this one. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Speaking of current events, we lost uh, a great in the music industry today. Um, so sad. So sad. I, I think um, I was telling Potato Skins earlier, of course, I'm referring to the a guitar legend uh, that was Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, one of uh, one of my favorite guitarists, and I think one of the best. Absolutely. In fact, you know, y'all know I love a smooth groove. You know, rock music and screaming guitars really isn't, you know, that's not my genre. That's not my favorite kind of music. But let me tell you, as, as a kid, when I first heard Running With The Devil... The original Van Van Halen album, I was hooked, man. You know, and I couldn't figure out when I was when I was coming up why anybody would say Eric Clapton. Of course, I wasn't that familiar with Clapton. Why everybody said he was the greatest guitarist? It's like, have you not heard Eddie Van Halen? I mean, come on. So to me, he was an absolute musical genius. And them together, uh, Van Halen would not have been Van Halen, but for, no, for Eddie it would Eddie be Van a Halen, different uh, makeup. And well, and neither would Rock in general. I mean, he launched the Air Band. Bands, the hair bands of the 80s and just the phenomenal music. Uh, thank you, Eddie Van Halen, for what you did uh, for music in, in, in America. Peace, yeah, rest in peace. Sad story uh, there. Um, speaking of pop culture, uh, the movie Cuties. Remember that? That uh, Do you remember that movie uh, that Netflix picked up? Uh, yeah, potato skins? It won unfortunately, the, I remember. Yeah, yeah it ra- ran the Cannes. It won, I think, the Cannes Film Festival. And it was supposed to be a story, uh, you know, that it's it's pornographic. The images that Netflix put, put out, the um, pictures, the poster for it was. I still can't in, believe they put that crap out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's some good news because we, you know, we all know, oh, it's not pornographic. We're, you know, their excuse was is that what this does is it helps. It's a, it helps warn against pedophilia. And somebody used a good analogy and says you don't need to shoot kids up with with heroin to you know warn people not to take heroin, right? Um, well, here's some good news: the state of Texas has actually filed a lawsuit against Netflix. 
uh, and I quote, this is from the um, the Texas Attorney General, no, Representative Matt Schaefer out of Texas. They were indicted by a grand jury in Tyler, Texas um, for depicting lewd exhibition of a public area of a child uh, to appeal to the purient interest in sex of children. Good for Texas. Yes, good for Texas. Netflix has yet to respond. Uh, we know child pornography when we see it. This was disgusting, despicable, and um, good for you, Texas. We'll see what happens with Netflix going forward.